0: get ready to start taking notes you are now in a master class this is revelations of an entrepreneur with junior ogun yemi how's it going beautiful people we are back and today is going to be a very very uh, juicy one because we're talking about the necessity of competition why it's necessary and it's vital for your success to have worthy competitors all right, this is going to go against the normal grain of thinking, but bear with me. Trust me, I'm going to break it down for you. Let's get into this. All right, so we're talking about building your dream team. And previous episodes of this series, I talked about your supporters. You know, they're going to be the key people who are cheering you on every step of the way. I also talked about Your mentors. And they're the people that's going to be guiding your path and making sure that you get all the shortcuts necessary to achieve success. But one of the most overlooked catalysts for success is actually having a competitor. Having a worthy competitor actually pushes you to greatness. Now, Now think about this. Think about all the top champions. They're not just celebrated because... Of you know, what they achieved They also celebrated Because of who they defeated Having that rival Pushes you And sharpens you To a next level of success That you probably Didn't even think Was possible You know You look at people Like you know, Muhammad Ali And his rivalry With Joe Frazier Or Rafael Nadal And Novak Djokovic Or you know, Cristiano Ronaldo And Lionel Messi These are Amazing athletes Amazing superstars All in the same era Competing for the same awards The same titles And the fact that they were competing against each other is what made each other great. And this is the benefit of having a rival, someone who's in your field that pushes you because nobody else is pushing you. You know, when nobody else is pushing you, the fact that you know that someone could take your number one spot and there's a worthy opponent who deserves that number one spot, it pushes you to take that extra hour in the gym. It pushes you to spend that extra hour reading that book. It pushes you to stay up late at night and honing in on that craft because you know your competitor is doing the exact same thing. Now, I know the first thought in most people's heads is going to be, no, Junior, you're not supposed to look at other people because, you know, it's going to ruin your self-esteem. You shouldn't compare yourself to other people. But, you know, I agree. You can't compare, but you can compete. I don't think you should compare yourself to other people, but I think you can compete with other people because there's still a benefit to competing. For example, you can't really compare a gorilla and a monkey. When it comes to comparisons, you have to compare two things that are identical. You know, you have to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges. You can't compare an orange to an apple. They have to be identical. And because there is nobody identical to you on this planet, of course you can't compare. You all have different backgrounds, you all have different histories, you all have different starting points in life You all have different traumas that you've gone through, you all have different mindsets There's no one that is absolutely identical to you, even if you were born identical twins You grow to become different people, right? There's nobody that's gone through the exact same thing So you cannot compare, it's never fair to compare, but you can still compete Going back to my analogy of a monkey and a gorilla Yeah, the monkey is probably the champion at climbing trees And the gorilla is probably the champion at weightlifting. But if they were both having a a tree climbing competition, of course, the monkey is going to win. So you can't compare them. But the fact that that gorilla competed with the monkey, I bet you that gorilla is going to become a lot better at climbing trees compared to all the other gorillas. And if we took them to the the weightlifting arena, of course, the gorilla is going to win in that competition. But that's going to be the strongest monkey out of all the other monkeys in the world That monkey is going to come out with biceps, triceps And every other set that's imaginable in your body Why? Because of the quality of his competition He competed against a big massive gorilla So if, even if he doesn't win The fact that he competed against a gorilla Means that he's going to come out sharper And this is the benefit of competition You compete with people who will push you to greatness Push you to levels that the others won't Other people that are currently on your level can't push you to This is why... Having us a worthy competitor is an essential part of your dream team. If you don't have someone that you're competing against, you're doing it wrong. And this doesn't have to be your sworn enemies. There's a lot of people who compete with each other and they're actually friends behind the scenes. You know, They, they chill out together. They understand each other. And if you look at people like Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, for years they were pitched up against each other. The fact that Kobe Bryant stepped onto the scene, it made Michael Jordan raise his game. And the fact that Michael Jordan was always being put as number one... It made Kobe aspire to something. It pushed Kobe. You can't really compare them together, but they they definitely competed. And once Michael Jordan retired, what did Kobe go to do? He needs another opponent. He started taking on LeBron. Now, LeBron James was the new thing. And that was a new competition. It was LeBron and Kobe now. But the point remains, Kobe Bryant couldn't become Kobe Bryant if he didn't have the likes of Michael Jordan to compete with and he didn't have the likes of LeBron James to compete with. Because nobody else was touching him He was miles ahead of everybody else The same thing with Cristiano Ronaldo and Lino Messi Now, this is probably the greatest rivalry in sporting history Two people who've broken ridiculous records In fact, the only sad thing about Cristiano Ronaldo Is that he came in the same time as Lino Messi And the only sad thing about Lino Messi Is that he came in the same time as, as Cristiano Ronaldo Because if they'd come in different eras They would have dominated a whole era I mean back and forth they've just been you know swapping over the titles for who's the best one year's Cristiano next year's Messi next year's Cristiano next year's Messi but the fact that they are competing with each other I believe that is the sole reason why they're both miles ahead of everybody else Yeah you know Pele was great Maradona was great but there was nobody really on their level at that time in unison we all agreed that this was the greatest person because there was nobody pushing them Here we have Cristiano Ronaldo and we have Lionel Messi and we can't decide. And now they're pushing each other. And the fact that they're pushing each other means that they've broken all the records that Pelé set. They've broken all the records that Maradona set. They've broken all the records that Zinedine Zidane set. They've broken all the records that every other footballer, every other elite footballer has ever even thought about. And this is why I said you need to have a worthy competitor. They really, really do sharpen you. And your rivals are not necessarily your enemies doesn't mean that you hate them okay uh, in fact sometimes your rivals could be your friends if you look at you know the rivalry between Microsoft and, and Apple Mac. Steve Jobs and Bill Gates they're actually friends but that rivalry pushed them and the result of that rivalry was amazing innovation it pushed the world forward it pushed technology forward because they were pushing each other and this could be the same for you in your business the result of your rivalry or your competition is that you're getting pushed into producing better products. You're getting pushed into creating better customer service. You're getting pushed into having a better response time. You're getting pushed into managing your finances better because you know your competitors are doing the exact same thing. And it's beautiful. It's glorious to see two people or two companies compete. At the end of the day, the consumer always wins because there's either cheaper prices or there's a lot more innovation out in the market. So it's a good thing. And that's what we're doing is to for the consumers. Once upon a time in in nineteen sixty-three, there was a man who bought a Ferrari and he wasn't too happy with a Ferrari. So he went to the Ferrari maker. In fact, he went to Mr. Ferrari himself, the founder, Enzo Ferrari. And he said, listen, I'm not happy with this car, but I've got some ideas to help you improve it. And Mr. Enzo Ferrari was so offended. He kicked him out of the workshop and he said, get out of here. All right. I don't want you as a customer. Now, that man that got kicked out, he was a little bit you know, disgruntled, as you can imagine. And he said, I'm going to create something better than Ferrari. He goes by the name of Rubruccio Lamborghini. And that started the rivalry of Lamborghini and Ferrari. But, you know, they're both still in business. They're both luxury cars. They've both innovated and adapted. They've both conquered the luxury car market. Why? Because of that fierce rivalry, that fierce composition, they pushed each other to greatness. One year, Ferrari might be on top and then Lamborghini is going to come out with something even better. And then Ferrari is going to come out with a whole new model and then Lamborghini is going to make it even more sleeker. So that is what pushed them to be great. If Ferrari didn't have Lamborghini to compete with, I wonder if they would be as great as they are. If Lamborghini didn't have Ferrari to compete with, I wonder if they'll be as amazing as they currently are. That rivalry became the fuel. And this is what you need. If you don't have a fuel, sometimes you need a rival. Honestly, sometimes you do need a rival And this is even true in, in, in things like, you no know, relationships Not just in business, not just in sports, but even relationships Sometimes knowing full well that somebody is after the thing that you want It makes you step up your game It makes you say, nah, do you know what? Let me let me win this person's heart Let me go out on a limb Let me actually push myself out there You do things that you wouldn't normally do Because you're no longer comfortable That sense of security is that, like, whoa, hang on I could lose out to my competition I need to actually go beyond the call of duty. I need to push myself. And this is the mentality that is needed by winners. The people who do go on the forefront, the people who do go out on the limb, the people who do take those risks and and push the edges and drive innovation, they know that if they don't do it, their competitor is going to do it. And that's why they never, ever stay complacent. They're always on their toes because they know that the competitor is just right behind them. As long as you keep avoiding competition or as long as you keep comparing yourself to the inferior opponents, you're never going to reach greatness. You need to start to try to compete with amazing opponents. You need to start to compete with greatness. You need to start compete with people that you actually admire. If you could see someone and say, like, wow, they're doing that amazingly. This is who I need to make my competition. If you're a designer, once you see somebody else doing their designs on Instagram, you should be saying that, wow, okay, I see, I see the levels. You've raised the bar. Now I'm going to have to try to step up my game. If you're a basketball player, you see somebody else hitting the crazy numbers of free throws. You need to know that. Right. Okay. I need to spend extra time in the gym because I need to be hitting. This is the, this is the new benchmark. You've raised the bar. If you know, if you're, if you're an interior designer, if you see somebody going out there and, and they're getting all the raving reviews because of the the work that they've done, that's the new standard. That's the new normal. They've raised the bar. Hello. That's your competition. You know, as long as you look at people and say, oh, you know what, you can't just sit there and hate on people. No, admire people. Admire people who do great things and admire them so much that you want to be like them. Not to compare yourself, but to say, right, this is the results they're getting. In my own style, in my own way, in my own lane, I need to still achieve the same results. I mean, I'm a speaker. Yeah, I do like to compete against other speakers. I never compare myself. I'm a completely different speaker. Some speakers are hilarious. They're funny on stage. And I look at them and I say, wow, I've actually timed that. They make the audience laugh every five minutes. The audience are always laughing every five minutes. Okay, I need to incorporate that in my game. I'm still myself, but now I'm a heightened version of myself because I'm still delivering my same message, but I'm making the audience laugh while doing it. I've seen people in the 30 minutes, they've created amazing content that's blown the audience off their seats. I'm like, wow, okay, let me see how they do it. Let me see if I can also start to create content. I've seen people adapt to certain situations. I'm like, wow, this is a truly amazing speaker. And this is now the benchmark for what I need to do. If I keep comparing myself to, I don't know, speakers who freak out whenever the schedule changes or or speakers who you know, they're just a one trick pony and they can never actually diversify or deal with other audiences. I'm comparing myself to the average and that's fine. If I want to stay average, trust me, I do not want to stay average. I want to be the best version of myself. And sometimes I need to have a benchmark of what the greatness could look like. I need to have someone who's broken barriers and pushed boundaries because now I see, ah, the gates are open. I've seen the levels now. This is now the benchmark for me. This is the new normal that I need to make. Do you know what? I dare you. I dare you to look at what you've just created and think about your competitor and say, is this product good enough to beat my competitor? If in my heart's of hearts, if I was to actually put this product in front of a customer and my competitor's product in front of the same customer, will they choose my product or will they choose my competitor? If you say that they're going to choose your competitor, you need to continue working on that product. You need to refine it. If you're an artist and you I don't know, you you release a song, if this song isn't going to be better than the records that your competitor put out, keep working on it. Don't be complacent. Keep working on it. Because this is how you hit greatness. This is how you hit greatness. Knowing that there is someone out there who's going to blow you out of the water if you don't come correct. You can't afford to have an off day. You can't afford to slip up. You can't afford to sleep. You can't afford to be lazy. Knowing that there's somebody out there, it keeps you on your toes And it stops you from falling short of your glory. It stops you from falling short of what your best is. Even if you do not beat your competitor and if your competitor keeps knocking you out every single round for round, the fact that you're even competing with them, you're sharpening yourself. At the end of the day, it's not about your competitor. At the end of the day, your competitor is part of your dream team. They're a tool. They're there to push you. They're a catalyst for your greatness. The results are still yours. If you're an author and you read a book that you think is, wow, this book is amazing. That's the new normal. Why should you aim to write a book that's any less? That's the standard that you're trying to achieve. If you're an an architect and you walk past a building, you're like, wow, who designed this building? This catches my eye. I like this. Take that inspiration and compete. You know, you're not going to compare yourself, but you say, I need to get that same wow factor in my own lane, in my own style, for my own audience. I need to hit that same 10 out of 10 that this other person's hitting. And I I always welcome competitors into the game because I love it. I love it. And if you don't have a competitive mindset, there's a problem there. You know, you're trying to strive for greatness. But you don't even realise that you're competing against somebody And I know of people, because of insecurities They don't want to admit that they're competing They're like, oh, I'm just doing my thing I don't care about if Yes, you do care And if you don't care, you should care You know what? Back in the day in the Olympics When the Olympics first started The ancient Greeks They didn't have a bronze medal or a silver medal They only had a gold medal And every single athlete Every single competitor came there Knowing that they're either going to get gold Or they're going to go home a loser There was no participation medals. You do not get a participation medal for that. And this is how life is. Nobody just celebrates you just because you participated. The fact that you participated, you get the prize of experience. That's the only prize that you get. Maybe you can come back next year, but but don't come for a participation medal. Maybe take the experience you got from last year and build upon it. That's, That's your participation medal. Don't look for handouts. You're not entitled to anything. Go out there and aim to be number one. Strive to be your very best. If you're coming in with a mentality of, you know, I don't mind being second best. Look, at the end of the day, be content with with where you got. As long as you gave it your all, that's fine. I'm not talking about, oh, you know, you should be shamed if you didn't win. Not that mentality. Be content. Be content in all things. But please do not start the game trying to be number two or trying to be number three. That doesn't make any sense to me. If you're going to be on the starting line, if you're in the final, you're there to win. It's all about your desire to win. And unfortunately... I see too many people for cuz of their own insecurities or cuz of their own imposter syndrome or whatever stuff that they've got going on in their head that they don't want to deal with, they start to make themselves comfortable and start to lie to themselves and like, you know, I'm happy just being second place. Now, if you saw the guy of your dreams or the girl of your dreams, would you say, "Oh yeah, I'm happy being second place." That's fine. I know I'm happy. You wouldn't do that. If you saw the job of your dreams, are you going to say, "Oh yeah, I'm happy being second place." This is a lie that society has conditioned us to, to start to get comfortable with just to stop us from hurting our feelings. This isn't about your feelings at the end of the day, right? You're there for a reason. You're there for the gold medal. Let's be honest with that. The moment you're honest with that, you know, you're going to give everything. You're going to give your blood, your sweat, your tears to get that gold medal because there isn't this. You're, you're, in your mentality, you're not happy with anything less And that is what makes you greatness. Because the worst part is, is if you go out there and you can achieve something and you don't, and you walk off, you're like, do you know what? I've still got a bit more in the tank. Ah, do you know what? I I wish I actually gave a bit more energy. I wish I actually gave it a bit more effort. I wish I actually gave it a bit more creativity. I've still got some left in me. But the fact that you you've convinced yourself that you know walking away with second place or third place is okay, and your competitor can can run away with gold, it makes you feel like, yeah, that's fine. This is acceptable. It's acceptable if you've given everything. If you haven't given everything, then it's not acceptable. I remember when I used to play football, I gave everything on that football pitch because the worst part is if you're going back into that changing room and you're saying to yourself, I actually could have done more. Or if you're a student and you come out of that exam hall and you see your grades and you know that, wow, do you know, what? I didn't actually do well. Knowing full well that you could have done a bit more revision. I don't care if I failed the exam. I don't care if I failed exam. I genuinely don't care about the result. What I care about is my effort. If I've given everything and I still come out and I fail, that's fine. But if I fail and I know that I still had a bit more in the tank, I still had a bit more that I could have given. I still could have put in a bit more effort. I still could have tried a bit harder. That's on me. That's the part that I regret. If you know you've given everything to achieve it and you don't become our number one, fair enough. If you don't get that gold medal, well done. You say the, the better person won. Well done to my competitor But the fact that I competed against you It made me give everything All right, so it's never actually about the end result Don't get hung up about the end result Be content with whatever you give As long as you gave your all Only your competitor is going to push you to give your all Believe me, your supporters They don't actually push you to to give your all Your mentors might push you to give your all But they don't, they're not there The mentors are just there to teach you it's only your rival or your competitors who actually in the heat of the moment they're going to push you to make sure that you you finish empty. You give everything towards achieving that goal. You don't rest. You don't sleep. Your supporters they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna actually tell you son oh, no, it's all right you're doing really well. They're gonna gas you up so much so the supporters can be quite dangerous to your success because they'll gas you up so much so that you will think that yeah you're doing quite well. In fact, if your competitor or your rival. Does something better than you, your supporters are going to say, "Nah, nah, it wasn't that good. It was great. You know, it was great. That's why sometimes you have to do your own self-evaluation say, do you know what? I have to be fair. What that competitor did? Amazing. Amazing. Flawless. I wish I could perform like that person. I wish I could write a book like that person. I wish I could speak like that person. That's fine. You're not putting yourself down. This is the key thing. It doesn't damage your self-esteem because you're not putting yourself down. If anything, it lifts your self-esteem because you're admiring somebody and you're saying, I can do that. And I'm going to aspire to do that. And even if you don't achieve it, you can say to yourself, at least I gave it all. That is when you don't have any regrets. That is when you don't lose your self-esteem. You don't, you don't walk off crying because, you know, I gave everything and I still couldn't beat this person, but at least I pushed myself. And that's going to be your proudest moment. That will be the biggest achievement is that you've given everything. And then wherever you end up, here we are, my full potential. I've reached it. Even if I didn't get gold, at least I know I've reached my full potential So there you have it You're only as great as your greatest rival You're only as great as your greatest competitor Remember, you don't compare yourself to them But you can compete Compete to perfect yourself Compete to push yourself The only purpose of your competitor is to push you And to give you an incentive to give everything If you don't have someone who's pushing you You don't have someone who is likely to take the thing that you want You sit there and you stay comfortable You know, you get too complacent, but knowing that there's a threat, knowing that there's someone else who is just as good, just as sharp, just as smart, just as pretty, just as beautiful. You can look at that person and say, wow, I like this. I admire. And you should be smiling while you're competing. Every single day while you're competing on that person, you should be smiling because you know that you're actually sharpening yourself. Whether you win or whether you lose, you're sharpening yourself. And that's your that's your goal. That's the purpose of it is to sharpen you, is to make sure that you leave everything out on that basketball court, everything out on that tennis court. You leave everything out on that business plan because you know that your competitor is trying to do the same thing. And at the end of the day, you both shake hands and you say, well, the better man won, the better man won. But we both came out a better version of ourselves. This is why you need to have a worthy competitor in your dream team. So I'm going to leave it there for now here's a task for you guys. I want you to go out there, look at someone who's killing it in your field, someone who's amazing and make that person your competition. Aspire to be like that person. Appreciate all their good qualities. It's all about appreciation. Appreciate all their good qualities. And I'm sure they're also appreciating your good qualities. There's stuff that you can't do that they can do and vice versa. But you become a better version of yourself. If you start to work on those weaknesses because that's going to help you overcome your competitor and you're going to start to push yourself to the greatness and become the best version so guys follow me on all the socials like share if you know anybody who needs to hear this share it with them hey do you know what? even if you don't agree with me let me know (laughs) i love to hear everyone's opinions and and i love to hear how you're putting this stuff into practice trust me this is what works for me and this is why I'm, i'm a big advocate of this Find a competitor and compete with them. Don't compare yourself, but compete. And I wish you guys all the very best of success.